Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be in him was life, and the life was the light of men. In these first four verses of his account of the good news of Jesus Christ, St. John carefully and beautifully uses two verbs to reveal the miracle of Christmas, the miracle of our salvation. The first is the word was, and the second is the word came to be. So St. John says of the word, the Son, in the beginning was the word. That is, in the beginning, the word already was. The word, the Son of God, is eternal. At the moment that we could say there is a moment, that there is time, that there is a beginning, already the word was. He is the eternal Son of God. He is the eternal word of the Father. And God himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is the one who is. That's how he reveals himself to Moses at the burning bush. I am who I am. Or as the confirmation kids like me to say it, I is who I is. And so the word, the Son, is God. The word, the Son, is. And so in the beginning, we have to say the word already was because he is eternal. In the beginning, the word was. Now that may seem like perhaps a bit of a belabored point, that it's sort of one of those academic things where you're making a big deal about words. And yet, nothing could be further from the truth. St. John speaks this way very intentionally. The word was God. And so when the word became flesh and dwelt with us, that means that God, the eternal God, becomes flesh. And that eternal God is with us. And the difference that it makes, that the Word was, that the Word of God, the Son of God, that Jesus, the baby laid in a manger, is himself God, that is what makes your salvation possible. The Nicene Creed, the creed that we'll confess after the sermon, was carefully written to confess this truth, that it was true eternal God who became man, that the Word was God. This is a faith that your fathers and mothers in Christ died to hold to this confession, that Christ is the eternal Word of God, that Jesus is God. They died rather than give up this confession. Because to give up this confession, to say anything less than that Jesus is the full eternal God, would be to actually despair of salvation. If you are to be saved, it must be God in the womb of Mary. It must be God laid in the manger. It must be God hung upon the cross. It must be God whose body and blood is on this altar and is received into your bodies. And so this little word was holds within it the truth and beauty of your salvation. And yet I said that St. John in these four verses uses two verbs, not just one. This word was does not stand by itself. In verse 3, St. John also begins to use the verb came to be. 
All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And St. John uses this word that I'm translating as came to be. It's really just one word in Greek. He uses it very deliberately. It's not simply that all things were made through Jesus, which is probably what your translation says. But it's more than just that he made things, that he fashioned them. They literally came to be. They exist through him. There is nothing that exists apart from Jesus. God does not go out into a pre-existing world and fashion stuff into us. He makes the stuff that is us and fashions it into us. Everything that exists, exists in and through Jesus. God is the one who is. I am who I am, he told Moses. And it is in the gospel according to St. John that we hear this great I am over and over again. You have all of these stained glass windows around you with these I am's of Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the good shepherd. I am the light of the world. Jesus is the one who is. And so he says, I am. And in contrast to this eternal being of God, that he is who he is, we, well, we are different than that. We have a temporary existence, one that comes in time. We have a beginning. None of us can say, I am who I am. For not one of us nor anything else in all creation was God or was with God in the beginning. And yet, the beauty of this second verb that John uses, the one that you might see in your translation as being made, or that I'm translating as came to be, the beauty is that it not only identifies that you are those whom God has made, but it also holds forth the promise that in Christ you are actually those who come to be, that he makes you to share in his life, life that will last to all eternity. And so it is that John says, all things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be in him was life, and the life was the light of men. You are creatures. You are those whom God has created. And yet in Christ, God is bringing you into being. He is making you by his grace to be what he is by nature. So that in the middle then of this Christmas reading, St. John will start talking not about the birth of Jesus, but about you and of your new birth. He writes, The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the authority to be, to come to be, the same verb, children of God, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but to be those born of God. And now, right after saying this, that's when we get to that beautiful, well-known verse, and the word came to be flesh and dwelt with us. This is what it means to say that what came to be in Jesus was life. Not just that he created all this stuff, but that he has made you, that he has lived for you, died for you, risen for you, so that you can actually come to be, 
so that you can live with him for all eternity. So that in the beginning was the word, but in the end, the unending end, the end that goes on for all eternity, you also will be with God. You have come to be in him. He was born of the virgin so that you might be born of God. He becomes Mary's child so that you could be called children of God. The Son of God came to be in the flesh, even to die, so that you might come to be life in him. The miracle of Christmas, the miracle of the virgin birth, is the same miracle of your salvation. That in the beginning was the Word, and he came to be flesh so that you might be for all eternity. The Word came to be flesh and dwell with us, so that we in Him might dwell with God, and not just for a time, but for all eternity. Christmas is the birth and time of the Word who was from the beginning, and the eternal Word, Jesus, is born for you. He is born so that you might be born of God, born that you might live eternally. And that's why we can say to one another today, and indeed for all 12 days of Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. In the name of Jesus, amen.